Back in May, I had 15 students join me for the first round of the Better Belly Blueprint, my online course and group coaching program that teaches you how to end bloating and constipation for good. These women showed up with months to years of bloating and constipation behind them, along with dozens of diets, doctor visits, and natural or not so natural constipation remedies that they had tried. In my course, I taught them how to order and analyze functional lab tests that came straight to their homes, and they also learned how to create a personalized health plan that helps them finally end their gut health problems, balance their hormones, and clear up their skin. As I reopen the doors today to the Better Belly Blueprint, I want to share with you exactly what my students found in their labs. One of the most common reservations I find in men and women looking to heal their gut is, but what if I don't find anything on my labs? If you are tired of that lame excuse from a doctor that, quote unquote, your labs look normal, and you're afraid you'll waste time and money and end up more frustrated than before doing more lab work, then buckle up because I'm going to share with you exactly how much my students found and how you can find the same things and heal your gut permanently from bloating and constipation. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunked myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Before we get into today's podcast, I want to announce our winner for the 100K giveaway. The winner of our 100K giveaway will receive a full scholarship to the Better Belly Blueprint, my online course and group coaching program that teaches you how to end bloating and constipation for good. Are you guys ready? Our winner is Lisa. We had just one Lisa enter the giveaway. So if your name is Lisa and you submitted our 100K giveaway form, you won. Check your email inbox and spam box if you don't see your email in your inbox for your winner's email. If you are not Lisa, but you did enter the 100K giveaway by completing our 100K giveaway form, you were sent an email with a gift as a thank you for participating in our giveaway. And lastly, if you did not enter the giveaway but still want to win, just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint and join my online course and group coaching program. Everyone who joins between today, August 31st, and next week, September 7th, will get 20% off the Better Belly Blueprint when you use the code BLUEPRINT20. So if you're tired of constipation remedies that don't work, doctor visits, and dead ends in your health, and you're ready to finally end bloating and constipation 
transformation for good, then the Better Belly Blueprint is for you. Head to betterbellytherapies.com blueprint to join today. Now to get into today's topic, the four lab tests that 15 students of mine used to find constipation relief in the Better Belly Blueprint program and hearing the results they got from those four labs. But before we get into the labs, I want to share with you the top five symptoms that our students shared with us that they were having when they entered the Better Belly Blueprint program. Hint, Many of the symptoms that they mentioned were not just gut health related, and they were not just bloating and constipation related. But let me, I'm just going to sit here and read some from these lists. We have vision problems, low libido, irritability, cognition and decision-making delay, good days, bad day flipping, bloating, constipation, swollen face, gas, rectal pain, constipation, bloating, silent reflux, eczema, bloating and constipation, GERD, fatigue, brain fog, constipation, acid reflux, food cravings, weight gain, water retention, fatigue, more bloating and constipation, more bloating and constipation, more bloating and constipation. This is a lot of things going on. If you didn't notice, and if you're new to this podcast, you might not yet be thinking about how all your symptoms in your body are connected, your skin health, your sinus health, your brain fog, your energy levels, they are all connected to everything. And at the center of all this connection is your gut. So if you're joining us on the podcast and you're thinking about bloating and constipation, let me encourage you that if you have any other symptoms going on, hormone imbalance, infertility, moodiness, anxiety, any of these things going on that these are all connected. And so even though bloating and constipation are super important and the main focus of the Better Belly Blueprint program, you can heal so, so much more. And that's what exactly what our students have done. But those were the top five symptoms uh, mentioned and written down and shared with us by our students before they started entering into the program. How they were currently feeling when they joined, I want you to guys listen to this and see, does this sound familiar to you? Lost, frustrated, discouraged, frustrated, hopeless, frustrated and desperate for a solution to my gut health problems, frustrated because I've drastically changed my diet and have taken countless supplements and feel like I'm a square one, Fluctuate, fluctuating between okay weeks and bad weeks, not great. <laughs> These are all things that people shared with us as they started this program. And so I just want to encourage you again, before we jump into these lab tests, that if you feel that these people and their fancy lab tests must just be different than you, or they have a totally different situation and it won't apply to you, I just want to encourage you that if any of this sounded familiar, that these women are just like you. They are going, these were moms. These are, a lot of them were moms in their 30s, 40s, 50s. A lot of them were were career women. Sometimes them were full-time mothers. Some of them were single. Some of them were in medicine, even themselves. We had a nurse practitioner joining us who was trying to solve her gut health problems and wasn't able to do it on her own with her knowledge of the medical system. And so we also had people who had no health background. This course, the Better Belly Blueprint, is built for anyone who wants to get rid of their gut health problems. And it is applicable to anybody who has a health background who's a personal trainer or we had a personal trainer in there with us or does anything else and people who don't have any familiarity or background with it you do not need a medical degree to take this course and if you do have a medical degree it is not going to be too dumb or too low for you so 
without further ado, let's talk about what our students actually found because what they find in the lab test determines what they actually do about their health. Not everybody, even though everybody coming into this course struggled with bloating and constipation, they don't all struggle with it for the same reasons. There are a variety of different situations that could be going on with people. However, there's a lot of similarities and overlap. And so our goal with lab testing is to find out what a specific individual is struggling with what they don't need to do so they don't have to waste time doing a food restriction or a supplement regimen or some type of lifestyle change that is irrelevant to them. And other people can pick those things that are actually specific to them. So I want to talk about the, the main labs that we did, how many people did them, and then we're going to talk about of the labs that were actually done, what we found. So one of the Key, we have four foundational labs in the Better Belly Blueprint, and then we have one additional lab that is you take a little self-assessment to determine if you want to do that lab test or not. The first foundational lab is the Dutch test. The Dutch test is a urine-based test that looks for sex and adrenal health. One of the benefits of this test is it can look for sex hormone markers that you cannot find in blood, particularly how well you are detoxing estrogen. So if you are having an estrogen dominance problem or some of your hormone problems are coming from having too much estrogen in your body, one of the things you want to know is, is it because you can't detox the estrogen? There are two main ways that, or there, the main way that we detox estrogen is through the liver and there's two phases to detoxing estrogen. You want to know which phase is causing problems, one, phase one, phase two, or both. And you want to know that then helps determine what you do about it. So that is one huge benefit. If you've already looked into hormone testing and all this stuff, that is one, one of many benefits to this test compared to normal blood work testing for hormones. But that's number one. We do a Dutch test. Number two, we have a test called the GI map. It's a stool test that looks for pathogens like H. pylori, bacterial imbalances, parasites, and also gives a variety of gut health markers that are super powerful to understanding how well are you digesting your food? Do you have a wheat sensitivity? What's your immune system in your gut like? Do you have some toxins in your body that might be causing you to recirculate estrogen? Super interesting marker for that one. And that is the GI map. Even if you've had stool testing done at a hospital, we've had countless students already have done testing, like a stool test at a hospital who do this test. And because it's a functional lab test, it is more sensitive and it gives them results that they their test at a hospital said was negative. That is actually positive. So now they can actually do something about it. We also do a food sensitivity test called a Zoomer. The Zoomer test is a finger prick test. So you don't have to you know, go anywhere to get a blood draw. It is the best and most powerful and easiest food sensitivity test out there. We've used other tests in the past. Lots of our students come in having used Viome or other kind of, you could call them like over the counter, um, direct to consumer lab testing, that those tests are much, much more inferior. And so they can be confusing and also not get you information that you need. So we have the Zoomer test. And lastly, of the foundational four labs, we have something called the HTMA. It's a hair tissue sample where we look for mineral deficiencies and heavy metals. And let me tell you, this class had a lot of heavy metals going on in them. Honestly, more than a lot of my, I've even seen in the past with more one-to-one -one clients that I've worked with. So very important test for people. If you have heavy metals going on, this is gonna be uniquely important to you. 
in our class, we had 55 total labs done, which includes the Dutch test, the GI maps, the Zoomer, HTMA, and then also the organic acids test, also known as the oat test, which six of those were done. I give my students, I give you, if when you join the Better Blade Blueprint, a mold assessment that helps guide you whether or not you should do this test, which can help save you some money. You never want to just do a self-assessment and assume you know now what the answer is. You still want to follow up with the test, but this can guide students into knowing whether or not they should get an organic acids test. So we had 55 total labs and what we found was amazing. I'm going to be linking and sharing some other podcast episodes for you guys to dive into to learn more about even why some of these um, details are so important because I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's sciencey, but it is definitely not rocket science. So don't worry about this, but there's so much more that you could dive into that if you feel like I'm brushing by things really quickly, I will be mentioning some podcast episodes you can d- jump into. But number one, 85% of our students who did the GI map test found H. pylori. H. pylori is a bacteria that hangs out in the stomach. And this is very interesting because when we've done research, research currently is showing that only 35% of Americans have H. pylori. 35% of Americans, right? So that means that in the total population of Americans, if you just grab a random sampling of people, about 35% of them are going to have it. But my sampling, our sampling of students is not random because these are women who are already self-proclaiming that they have health problems. They have health problems that are have not been resolved just by changing their diet or doing other generally healthy things. And so in this sampling group of people who self-select and say they feel sick, of them, which is a much higher number than 35, more than double the the number of people, the, the percentage of people, just average American, more than double that percentage of of people have H. pylori in our group. This is really, really important because H. pylori sets you up for low stomach acid and low stomach acid sets you up for bloating and constipation. I have a whole podcast episode on this, episode 131, Four Steps to End Acid Reflux and Constipation at the Same Time, where I talk about the link between acid reflux, low stomach acid, bloating, constipation, H. pylori. I get into all of that. So go check that out if you are, if your jaw's on the floor and you're like, what are you talking talking about, Allison. This is super interesting. Another thing that was really interesting on the labs that we did and what we found, 75% of the Dutch tests that were done found estrogen dominance as a part of their lab results. This means that these students on top of having constipation also had high estrogen. That's going to set them up for things like PMS and tender breasts and irritability and uh, acne, any type any type of skin problems because estrogen cause excess estrogen uh, that you're not detoxing well, which is why it's excess is because you can't detox it fast enough. It's going to end up coming out through the skin. It's going to cause a lot of skin problems, acne, es- eczema, psoriasis, rashes. Um, if you want to learn more about this, you can check out episode 118. It's called liver, the number one thing you can do to ease bloating and PMS because high estrogen is linked to a need to detox your liver. When my students find these lab results, H. pylori or estrogen dominance, for examples, I then teach them and give them protocols that say, don't do this protocol if you didn't get the lab result. Like if you're negative for H. pylori, you don't need to bother with this. But if you were, here's how you get rid of it naturally. And that is 
how my students come in from, I don't know how to heal myself. I've tried a million things. My doctor says my labs look normal to, oh, my labs don't look normal. This is what's wrong with me to here's what I do about it. That's unique to me and not what somebody else is doing to make themselves feel better. So 75% had estrogen dominance. 100% of my students, 100%. What do you guys think 100% of them had? 100% of them had wheat sensitivity. Yes, wheat sensitivity. I'm not talking about celiac. I'm talking about sensitivity, and I'm talking about permanent wheat sensitivity. So this would not be test. This is typically not the type of testing that doctors do at, at hospitals. They typically focus on celiac disease. The other thing, and celiac disease, it's an autoimmune disease. It's different than just wheat sensitivity, but wheat sensitivity causes inflammation and damage to the gut lining. You don't have to be celiac to have damage to your gut lining. So if you are eating wheat and you have wheat sensitivity, you are setting yourself up for gut lining damage, and that's going to set you up for bloating, constipation, diarrhea, um, estrogen dominance, just everything else that comes with leaky gut and gut inflammation, headaches, migraines, irritability, everything. So um, we also had a lot of sensitivities come up, though not 100%. (laughs) We had a lot of sensitivities come up to corn, rice, dairy, oats, um, everything that we test in the Zoomer and that is super helpful because these students, a lot of them had already tried going gluten-free and felt that they didn't feel better off a, on a gluten-free diet. But the reason was because they still had other pathogens in their body like H. pylori, parasites, etc. Speaking of parasites, let me just go and look at the number for how many parasites we had. So of, the, of all the GI map tests we had, of them had parasites. That was specifically three. Three people had parasites, right? So those three people, it's going to be really important to do a parasite protocol, but not all of them, right? So that is super helpful in guiding those people and exactly what to do. And everybody else can kind of save their time, breath, money, (laughs) and not doing a parasite protocol. So another thing that we found, let's look, I have a whole chart here that we collected all the data in. So we mentioned mold here. So we did an organic acid test. Six people did the organic acids test out of the 15, that meaning that six people did the mold assessment and thought that they should do the oat test. And out of all those people, five of them had high mold, right? So Super powerful just to say that before you just start randomly testing for things, you want to have a good sense that this is a problem. The reason I have the foundational for the GI map, the Dutch test, the the Zoomer, the HTMA, is because I have worked with people for constipation for years, and over and over and over again, these are the four labs that most relate to constipation. What I have found is that the organic acids test is not always needed, and it's more related to if there's a mold problem in the body. So six of them had mold, uh, or five of them had mold out of the six. So that's 83% of students had that who actually even did the test. It might be really different. Say if I made all my students take this test, maybe still only five of them had mold problems, then, um, you would, the the number would be lower of how many people in in the total class had mold, but, but we were minimizing who took the test so that, um, Everybody else didn't really waste their money, and we really could get to the heart of what's going on. Some other interesting things going on, 66%, 66% of the people who took the HTMA test 
had a signs of hidden copper toxicity. Hidden copper toxicity is something I go over a lot more in my course, The Better Belly Blueprint, but it is another thing that sets people up for chronic constipation. It is not something that's going to show up in traditional lab testing with a doctor, and it's something that can be we can be predisposed to have through a variety of things. Everything from living in an old home, like a 50 200 year old home, any at any point in your life because they have copper piping and so you're going to be drinking extra copper in your body. If you were given a copper IUD, a copper implant, uh, birth control, even like just hormonal birth control or hormonal IUD, all those things set you up for copper toxicity because your, um, first off the word copper is in the name of some of these, but copper is pro estrogenic. That's why copper is useful as a, uh, to keep you from getting pregnant because it alters how your estrogen processes in your body. Similarly, if you give yourself synthetic estrogen through something like birth control, you can then cause your body to hold on to copper because you have higher estrogen levels. Uh, and then heavy metals. This one was really interesting. 80% of our students had mercury and 30% had uranium, but those three people who had uranium had a ton of uranium. And two of those three people lived on, on the coast in California, which is super commonplace for there to be higher levels of uranium and the soil, which will then get into the water. And it's not like if they're drinking tap water, it's just not filtered well enough by the state, um, filtration so or the city city water so especially and then if of course if you're not on city water that sets you up extra that you want to make sure uranium is being filtered out in your water so i taught i teach my students both how to look for uranium or mercury we also looked at arsenic um arsenic six people had arsenic so 60 percent of the of the people who did an htma test had arsenic show up so what types of things have arsenic uranium mercurinum how to avoid them currently and then how to detox it out of your body which hint you detox it out of your body after you heal your gut because heavy metals can be so rough on the body so that is what my students found and as soon as they started doing things like their liver protocol their digestion protocol their leaky gut protocol their nutrient protocol their pathogen protocols their bloating went down, their constipation went down, they started pooping more on their own, they started feeling, having more energy, losing weight, our students were doing so, so well. So if this sounds like you, if you are ready to end your bloating and constipation, you are tired of hearing that your labs look normal, you are frustrated by not knowing what to do, you just want to know that whatever you try next is going to work, then you need lab testing. And I give you access to all of that in the Better Belly Blueprint. The Better Belly Blueprint opens today again. And so if you are ready to end all these things, go to betterbellytherapies.com blueprint or click the link in the show notes and use the code blueprint. 20 to get 20% off the Better Belly Blueprint when you pay in full today until September 7th. If you are ready to end bloating and constipation, then now is the time. I cannot wait to see you in there. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. 
And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.